I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is the uh, the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio podcast. I've never worked out the name of this yet, but I'm here with Emily and Gareth. And this week's show, we, we nearly didn't have Emily because she, she had the swines. I did. She wow. had the swines last week. I know. So now. <laughs> yeah. so Does that fashion. mean you can't get it again? Yeah. That means I'm, well, that's, that's me done news. now. So I'm never going to get the really horrible one. But you two still could. Yeah. Well, let's see. Obviously, I, I'll see your strain of swine's <laughs> flu and I'll raise you to what What do I want? Some sort of swelling. Yeah. And then, Gareth, you'll have to top mine. Yeah. I've we had c- the flu jab. Perhaps that next week's phone-in should be who gets it first, me or you. Mm. I might be... I think it's, laying, it's leaving the old people alone. Yeah, I was worried about coming in there because it said you should avoid people with children and the elderly. <gasps> I think that's a general rule. <laughs> <laughs> I try to. Oh, here's the podcast. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth. Was almost just me and Gareth this week. Yeah. Because yeah. you've had the swines, Em. I've had a bit of the swines. I've only had a bit of the swines. It was a mild strain, my doctor said. Uh. But I know this is terrible. I was quite excited that I had it. Well, it's yeah. very topical. I know. I, there was a point when it was... It is horrible, by the way. I don't recommend you have it. I um, don't think we should worry that people are going to go and deliberately <laughs> get it just because you've had it. Don't kid yourself, madam. <laughs> well, if Emily's had the swines, I want the swines. Or maybe we can get the specific strain that she had. <laughs> it's like a VIP strain. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is, yeah. But Emily definitely wanted to get it before it was too big. I know. Do you know what I mean? When it was on the up. Well, she doesn't want it when the masses have got it, it yeah. no. I got an eye infection. <laughs> which is very sort of Mexico spring 09 I think it was quite <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I think that I think death was the big thing then if oh, I yeah, remember right you, you get an eye I'm... infection with yeah. uh, well, in a pig's eye you do <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted to get an eye patch like the Psychoville twins I thought that would be quite good that would be great but no it's all I'm very much on the men now so I'm not going to infect anyone any men out there you I say that but we are in a sealed studio Gary yeah. how are you feeling about this <laughs> we keep her behind the glass it's a bit like 28 days later every now and then she makes a lurch for us <laughs> to try and infect for us. those of you who haven't seen 28 days later you can uh, just text gareth for the plot <laughs> i met the that's uh, quite a big film i met the woman i think who was in 28 days later the, oh. the young girl is there a young girl in it very possibly but you're, you're <laughs> talking about it have you not seen it i have seen it yeah but I can't... I I'm don't remember it as a young now. girl. Oh, it well, I'm what, are you one of those people who pretend you've seen a film <laughs> that you haven't seen? I do that sometimes. Yes. Why do we do that? <laughs> it's really... Imba- why it's would... Why? It's like if someone asks me directions, I never know the place, and I always give them <laughs> some directions. I'll tell you what I genuinely have been watching this week, though, because you know when you're ill and you're just in bed and you're really miserable, I've been watching a lot of the diving. I love the diving. Mm. Oh, I love it. You know how you like fashion TV, Frank? That's how I like the diving. No, you don't like it like I like I... fashion TV. <laughs> if you've never seen fashion TV, it's very beautiful women just walking up and down a catwalk, as you might imagine, but it becomes quite mesmerising. But I started watching it because it was beautiful young women, and now I've got 
to know all the designers. And I'm saying things like, well, I mean, they need a higher collar on that. I mean, it's a big Galliano, isn't it? <laughs> Which is, no, it started with a sort of lost, and then it's developed into something quite intellectual now. I've become a sort of a... Well, what's his name? That plays to the Cloud Show with the, the, it's Jeff Banks. Oh, Jeff Banks. It? Banks yeah, I've it, become yeah. a Jeff Banks figure. That's terrible when you lose a name like that. Oh, God. Where's my comedy career going if I can't remember Jeff Banks? He's a name you often need to go to, isn't he, in an emergency for a, for a, for a punchline. Absolute radio. What was we talking about now? Was it Arlene what? Phillips? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were just on. talking. I, I think I've surprised my colleagues this morning by being so angry about the fact that Arlene Phillips has been sacked from um, Strictly Come Dancing to yeah. the point where I'm thinking I'll never watch it again. Really? Yeah. Why are you really angry about it? Well, because uh, it's not for the reason... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of sort of women of a certain age um, come out of the woodwork and said... Where, where How I think, dare you? I think that's where they live, isn't it, in the woodwork? <laughs> um, it's the sap they're after, because they're very dry. Um, so they, uh, they're all been saying that they shouldn't have sacked, sacked her and got... They've replaced her with uh, Alicia Dixon. Yes, that's yeah. right. Who won uh, it the year before. Yes, um, who, of course, is the electricity store, hairess. Um, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> but No, she isn't. But Arlene, I think she's a big important... I quite like her normalness on the show, because everyone else is, you know, a bit odd on the show. She's not normal. She's very theatrical. She's normal if you come from my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she could easily be one of your relatives, yeah, Arlene. Could. Maybe that's why I like her. Yeah. But I, you know, I mean... It, they're saying it's because she's, what, is she 60 or something? I mean, Bruce Looks is... Good, I then. think Bruce is nearly now, nearly a 1,000. <laughs> and no-one's talked about replacing him, though I imagine that um, Graham Norton sits by the phone <laughs> waiting for that call. But um, I always liked it how she was never very good at the... Um, she'd try and do, like, linked feedback like it would all be ours or something. She'd try and do it all beginning with R and say, you were ravishing, <laughs> riveting and relatively good com- considering how much rehearsal you've done well, if like she did she- that I like it that was very inventive no Arlene Phillips she's like a proper you know she used yeah, to be you know, the top of the pops about. type uh, person mm. yeah I think we should get her on here to uh, she hasn't really protested has she well, no, but she's been she's been photographed looking ashen faced. Yeah, well, I think she does that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and Darcy Bustle is doing it as well, isn't she? Yes, I don't. I can't see that. Can you? I mean, the thing is with Strictly Come Dancing, I like everything about that show except the dancing. The dancing <laughs> is ludicrous. I would, they also do a podcast of it without the dancing. Because I like you say Bruce. That? That's the stupidest thing you've ever said. No, it's just what. Well, it's just the truth. It's my <laughs> truth. Yeah, because Bruce. I like Bruce because for me, watching Bruce is like watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. The, the tension of whether it, whether the person is going to get to the, the the million pound punchline. Will Bruce make it? I love that. I once. Um, Somebody quoted back to me something I'd said, which I'd forgotten, was that it was like watching an elderly waiter carrying a very full tray across a crowded <laughs> bar. What, what do you, like, you know, read the auto cue? That I watch Bruce, I, I watch a whole joke, you know, which usually lasts about three or four minutes, and I realise I haven't breathed for the whole thing. I think it will Bruce make it. So I love all that, and I love, you know, I'm very happy with, like, the mad uh, judges and all that stuff. The dancing is rubbish. Oh, like I love the dancing. The dancing is just stupid. Just grinning mannequins. That's all it is. Grinning mannequins. The third is our American <laughs> guest 
this week. No, Richard Herring's on this week, actually. He's yeah. our guest. I never plugged the guest, so I thought I'd do that for a change. Speaking of plugs, actually, is a woman... Ca- I did a, a thing in the week. I interviewed... No, I was interviewed by uh, Dave Gorman. Dave Gorman, who obviously who's hosted this yeah, show when I was on holiday. he's my friend. Yeah, whose podcast is still in the top ten, even though mine are nowhere. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um... But anyway, he interviewed me for a, a Radio 4 show. Can we mention Radio 4? People surely know it oh, exists. Yeah. I'm not springing this on people. And I think, Radio 4, what is that? I'll go and look it up. Uh, it's what the tabloids call top people's radio. That's what it is, yeah. It's a talk radio station. And uh, we, I was talking to a woman after who worked at this venue that we did. Yeah, we did it in, in King's Cross in, in London, which used to be a massive red light area but doesn't seem to be anymore. Not that I could find and she said to me, she held up this leaflet and she said, do you know this man? And I thought it was going to be one of these, you know, <laughs> a wanted poster. Did you think it was a paternity suit? Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, it was like a, a, a leaflet with, with Gareth's face on it. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So I th- it was one of those things. Well, it was more of a missing cat <laughs> type of a... <laughs> a, a, a the, the feel was to it. Um, and you're on there. Is it tonight oh, yeah. you're on? No, on Sunday night. And it's um, at King's Place. And she said, yeah, will you plug it? Because we, she said, we haven't sold many tickets. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you need a name, to be honest. But it's not just you, it's all no, the comedy. It's the comedy zone. We're previewing the comedy zone. Oh, God. Edinburgh. Oh, well, that's what... Anyway, so if, you're, if you are in the King's Cross area, or in London... London is the King's Cross area, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, get on a tube, for goodness sake. What, do you want to get to places around the corner from your own home? Um, Gareth is on, so you can go and see Gareth doing his stand-up app, which will be great. And Richard Herring's on there this week as well, so we can plug the guest at the same time. Mm. So we've gone completely plug-crazy, as opposed to plug-ugly, which is what I normally... Oh, could you press the adverts? Don't pick on me! Absolute Radio. We have, a, we have a, a first... Is it a text or an email? We have emails. We had emails during the week. So not even when we were on air. We had them during the week. People were thinking about us in their everyday lives. That's fabulous. The listeners. The wonderful, wonderful listeners. <laughs> Look, they'll come to the show, don't worry. <laughs> um, hi, Frank. We are Carol and Stuart, 50-something scousers living in Singapore. This now sounds like when I was a kid, I mean, like my mum would be cooking the Sunday dinner. <laughs> and you know, here we are from BFPO 73 <laughs> over to... Yeah, go on. We have an internet radio and we listen every week for two hours to your Scousers show. Scousers with an internet radio? Yeah, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Dixon's, probably. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank would be fab if you could say hi to us. Next Saturday, 25th of July, is my birthday. I'm 55. Oh, that's Carol. brilliant. Carol, you're 55. She's older Singapore. than you. She is older than me, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's have a pause while we all think about what that must be like. It's, so they listen to us in Singapore. Yeah, oh, wow. marvellous. People Aww. don't listen to us in our own country, but they listen to us here. I like They listen them. to Dave Gorman's podcast, as we all know, <laughs> but the actual show. Well, I'm pleased about that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we know they're listening, because what else are you going to do in Singapore? I don't, know, I don't know where Singapore really is. I'll be honest. Can I just state that? I do. I've been there. Where is it? Um, it's it's near Indonesia <laughs> and China. My wife's just gone to Indonesia. <laughs> oh, oh no! You're supposed Frank. to say Jakarta, and then I say, "I no, knew she that went was coming." If you knew it was coming, why didn't you do the punchline? <laughs> Not the punchline, the feed to the. You know what I mean? Oh, you can't, anyway. you can't get straight men anymore. 
I saw a good uh, an email that we had this week where a bloke said, uh, "Good morning, Frank, Emily, and Gareth," and he's a West Brom fan, and he says. Uh, he says some nice stuff about the show. He said, I just want to say good morning in advance as my attempt of contributing to your show. Good morning. I mean, you can do better than that. Surely Andy Tipper. But what he does say... Adam Tipper. Yeah, Adam. I call him Andy. Yeah. yeah. Now we're mates. Oh, yeah. um, he's, I think he says in brackets any name beginning with A. He's all right yeah, with as a Christian name. fine. But his PS is uh, Adam Tipper from Burtwood. He says, how sexy is Emily's voice? Oh. Problem with that, no question mark. <laughs> Frank? Now, Adam, I'm, I'm, what do you mean? If you're saying to me, how sexy is, that, is Emily's voice? It's a rhetorical what, what, Out question. of a hundred. Out of a hundred, four. Wow. Oh. Well, we've established that you talk exactly like Lucy Pinder. No, the we haven't established model. this. I believe we have. About three listeners said that. Well, that's a half of our catchment. <laughs> <laughs> We've only had four emails ever, and that was three of them. We had to make one up just then. Are you, so, yeah. are you saying my voice... The for the Lucy Pinder <laughs> recurring theme. But four out of a hundred, that's so lame. I would never say that no, to you. Even your voice better. is more sexy than that. OK. I didn't think you'd take wow. it so I've so really seriously. taken it badly. Oh, OK. I meant compared to your physical appearance. That's oh, I like what, that. That's obviously okay, yeah, what yeah. I meant. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you're even questioning me on it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> it's all going a bit tense. No. <laughs> I can feel it. You've saved it now. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine now. Fine. Don't, don't try and stir it up, Gareth. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, Gareth, you and Laura... You may remember that Gareth and his wife recently produced this. <laughs> but it's not about that, is it? No. It's the thing that generally we use, we like create our own insults for each other. And what we do is we adopt a, um, a celebrity's name that I think in some way, I suppose we think it sounds funny or sounds a bit like an insult. So one of them is Terry Nutkins. So right. we call, if we think the other person's being a bit stupid, we call them Terry Nutkins. And I think it might be the nut bit. I see, I see. Charlie Dimmock. Because they're dim. Yeah. And um, and, and there's one on um, Radio 1 at the moment, there's a news presenter called Seema Katecha. And at the moment, Laura's been calling me Seema Katechi. Oh, if you're in a bad mood. I've been, yeah, because oh, I've been a you bit... you too. Bit hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're crazy. You are just crazy! I sometimes say, what the David... Dickinson is going on. Do you really? Yeah, I do. My, um, an ex-girlfriend of mine, if my current girlfriend's listening, I can't even remember her name. Not, not the current one, I remember her name, but the, the ex-one. But she used to occasionally call me a Tony Noel, which is quite complicated, because Tony Knowles was a, a snooker player. But Tony Noel, obviously, is a slight variation on that, because I was a bit of a Noel. That's funny. One of the things... Well, it's, you say that's funny. I'm not sure. Perhaps I never, <laughs> that's the subject of this week's phoning. Is that funny? <laughs> Tony Noel. But what I was, I, was, I was chatting to Emily about this the other day, but you know when you're not with somebody and you imagine them in a particular scenario? I'm worried where, about it. I'm you, worried where this is going. Them, you, yeah. you, no, but you know when you think of someone and they're something, and I thought, what do I, how do I think of Frank and Emily? And when I thought of Emily, I imagined her sipping champagne. Oh, I oh. like that. Where? 
um, in an alleyway. In an alleyway? <laughs> oh, that puts a rather different mark on the whole thing. No, but I... the weird thing was, when I thought of you, I thought of you as a snooker player. Really? <laughs> What, playing? In a waistcoat. Playing or just being yeah. introduced to the crowd, doing that slight bow from the waist. Yeah, no, not playing, just holding a snooker. I'm just holding. And by a... Did thing. you think of us together? Because somebody thought we were a couple this week, didn't they? Well, I tell you, if I'm, somebody did, but I, when I think of Emily, yeah. I imagine her at a dressing table doing her <laughs> makeup and hair, right. whilst laughing about something that happened the previous evening, just remembering something mm. and laughing was it, to was herself. It so, was really? it something you said? <laughs> well, that might not at. be something I said. It might be perhaps she saw a pension in October. <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep getting a red sign on it that says too loud. <laughs> Is that a reference to this shirt? I keep getting a sign from on my screen that says not funny. Is oh, that really? That? Yeah, I'm pressing a button. I'll okay. read that. <laughs> I, see, when I think of Gareth, I just imagine him sitting on a chair, staring at nothing. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I think that's in better desolate, than mine. In a desolate, slightly damp house. <laughs> Mine's a bit Miss Havisham, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I like the fact that you're, you're laughing. I think This is my theory. I think if you... It's a very good way to find out what people think of you. If, mm. if you say, when you think of me, how do you imagine me? Where am I and what am I doing? I know how I think of you. Go on. I see you in a giant overcoat and, like, a stripy scarf. I don't even know if you possess either of those items. Right. And I see you walking across Waterloo Bridge, like, shielding yourself against the cold. Am I anywhere near the TARDIS? No, you're a bit Samuel Beckett. You look a bit like a sort of, you know, a poet or a playwright or something. Oh, I like like that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the, what, I mean, we know what you think it's a snooker <laughs> player what different views we all anyway it's on the um, what we call in celebrity swears which is using people's names like for example if I got a bit emotional about anything I used to say I, I got a bit Thierry Henry <laughs> as, in, as in Thierry <laughs> so any any celebrity names that I don't know is this a rubbish I don't know send them in what do we care we won't tell anyone just between us that nine people listen to this show we won't tell anyone else. <laughs> Usually I don't. So, um, yes, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth. And if you want to text us um, with one of those celebrity names used as a... Just if you want to text us about anything, you yes. can get us on 8, 12, 15. Celebrity names that you use to describe a, a thing or something. We've had some, haven't we? Yeah? I think celebrity yeah. swears is good, but you don't like swears. that. Well, it's not always swears. Look, Ooh, for example... Swears. Not always swears, but, you know, it sounds <laughs> like celebrity good, no. squares is the idea. <laughs> oh, OK, I didn't get that. Many people won't remember, obviously, but I do. Listen, this is a good one from Gabby. She says, years back, an old neighbour would say, can't stop in a bit of an Ian Rush. This was one of the reasons people avoided him. <laughs> no, I like that. You see, that's nice and simple. Yeah. In a bit of an Ian Rush. And, it's, you know, it's it's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. D- David in Brighton, morning, Frank and team. If a bolt or screw breaks while we are building, we say it's Alan sheared off. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alan sheared off. <laughs> Alan sheared off. Yeah, you see, it turns yeah. out it isn't just you and Laura that no, use this strange language people. system. No, it's... Our society celeb the best. Oh, I can't speak this morning. No, that was. It sounded like it was. There was words there. I, I recognised two words out of the, <laughs> yeah, no, out of the five. Good. Our society is obsessed with celebrity. Yes, is what I was going to say. Yes, and I think we do it as a way to kind of satirise that in our everyday lives and subvert it in some way. 
make everyone feel like they have something to contribute. You're suggesting it's bad that our society is obsessed <laughs> oh, with yes, celebrities. Oh, said that in the wrong Actually, company. No, that's powered my sex <laughs> life for many years. <laughs> um, Stephen Hornchurch has also emailed in, but it's not related to the to what we were discussing Don't earlier. Just throw it He's, all in. He said, "Can you sort webcam three out?" I got up early to look at the skirt, not the skirting board. <laughs> Good. Yes, Stephen Hornchurch, well named by the sounds. Yes, of I hope that refers to me. I hope I'm the skirt. You're not the you. skirt. Oh, I think you're, you're the, skirt. the skirt. We find that offensive, Steve, but we have moved the webcam for you. I hope you notice. <laughs> oh, I don't find it at all offensive. <laughs> Emily insisted it be delighted moved, by she's it. She's popped some makeup on as well. How lovely that you're called the skirt. So that's two compliments for Emily. About how sexy is Emily's voice? And uh, and yeah. I, uh, where and, are yours? Uh, I don't get those kind of emails. I just get you're brilliant. <laughs> because I think it's what's inside that counts, Emily, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, I don't think that at all. No, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about you. So I went to... Um I went to Latitude last weekend. Oh, yeah, how was it? Well, if that's your Latitude. That's what I said as I left. Uh, no, I had I had the best time. I've now decided again, having decided about two years ago that um, festivals are horrible, I've now decided that they're absolutely brilliant. Really? Was, yeah, I just had the best time. I saw. I watched them. Um, oh, God. <laughs> we're doing a horror film. <laughs> ah, that was uh, Daisy. Our um, uh, actually, what's your official job title, Daisy? Are you the assistant producer? Door creaker. Assistant door creaker. <laughs> well, I was just telling a, a fabulous <laughs> anecdote, but you've completely ruined it with your creaking door. You're fired. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, now I'm in the house of law. Da, 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 da. So, um, we watched Grace Jones on the Saturday night. She was fabulous. You remember Grace Jones? Yeah. Nightclubbing. <laughs> and then the next morning, I, I was staying in a luxury little um, sort of stables on the... Um, a luxury not, I wasn't in a, stables? I wasn't in a, it was you, a Jesus Christ. It's a convert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, I don't uh, think Jesus had luxury stables. I think the point is he just had a normal stable. I'm sorry, do you know who I am? I'm not staying in this stable. <laughs> no, I think he delivered. You know who my father is? He delivered. You'll hear about this. He'd forgotten his laminate. He couldn't <laughs> get in the luxury stable. No, I think Jesus deliberately played it down on the stable front. Oh, OK. Now, this was a converted stables. Um, right. They used to be Jewish and now they're Roman Catholic. So I stayed there. And on the on the... Sunday morning breakfast. I had breakfast with Sir Peter Blake, the artist. Ooh. You know Sir Peter Blake? Yeah. Garrett's looking very yes. blank. <laughs> What's the he artist? famous for? Art. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, he did the cover of uh, Sergeant Pepper's, the album. Oh, and he did yeah. Do They Know It's Christmas. Your generation might know that. Yeah. And anyway, we're not going to go list all his okay. work. But we were talking about Grace Jones's Behind... Oh, God. Uh, now, you say that, but when you're talking to an artist about Grace Jones's behind, suddenly it isn't a horrible, sexist sort of thing you'd hear in a garage type of a thing. Yeah, it so, is. No, it's an aesthetic discussion and based on artistic grounds with discussion, things like curvature, shade and secret world. We're just using posh words to be creepy. And I was talking to Sir Peter Blake. What do you think I'm going to say? Absolute radio. Did you read that Jermaine Jackson said that he didn't want Michael buried in a public cemetery because there was bad people in there? Yeah. He's got a slightly... Um, They're all making Michael look like the normal one, aren't they, his family? Comes to something when the neighbourhood uh, uh, isn't good enough for, for old MJ. But, yeah, I... 
this is a, it's a very simplistic view of the afterlife, isn't it? Where mm. you have to hang around with the people you're buried <laughs> next to. I mean, I imagine once you enter the spirit world, you, you know, you can. Mm. You can so you imagine that he's going to be mobbed in in wherever he goes. Like, oh, Michael! Michael! Well, I think he thinks I there's. I mean, I, I was looking to see who's in that cemetery, and there didn't seem to be anybody that. There's people like Which Stan, one is it? Forest Lawn. Oh yes, know, that's good. That's quite VR. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, you'd like that. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll see if I can get you in. I can't guarantee. I'd it. be very happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to send my children there. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, Stan Laurel's buried there, and oh, Clark really? Gable and stuff. Like that. But the idea that you know Michael's going to be like the, the new kid at school, standing in the corner of the cemetery on his own, with the others not talking to him, or there might be a bad influence on him after death. <laughs> I mean, Jermaine, what's he talking about? And then Joe, the dad, who I think we, we can say is the bad guy. Yeah, he even wears... looks creepy, doesn't he? Well, he, he wears the black trilby all the time. <laughs> Did he used to be in the Bee Gees, Joe? Was that him? Anyway, he said, uh, they were asking him about, that uh, uh, he'd, he'd beaten um, Michael in the past. Yeah. And he said, I never beat him. He said, I, I hit him with a cane... And I slapped him sometimes, but he said, I never beat him. He said, you beat people with a stick, and I right. never do that. And I thought, well, jo- sorry, jo- obviously we've been misinformed. Jo. Yeah. I thought you'd beat him. <laughs> like, Turns out you was only hitting him with a stick. With a, no, not a with cane. a cane, not right. a stick. Joe, if you're listening, I know you never hit him with a stick. Do you think he just thinks it sounds a bit more showbiz than Charlie Chaplin with the cane, maybe? That's yeah. why he thought it was acceptable. But he's got the hat. <laughs> yeah. I find it odd how they keep including sort of references to songs of Michael Jackson in these. So, like, saying he didn't want to be buried with bad people, but he meant bad, like, because there's a Michael Jackson song, bad, but bad meaning good, but he meant bad meaning bad. Yes. And then Joe saying, I didn't beat him from Free Beat It. Yeah, you're right. They keep... It's it's all very subtle advertising, I think. All of this is just... um, Speaking of subtle advertising, um, Richard Herring is a very funny Mm. comedian. Yeah. Guess what radio show he's doing today. Surely, like, some other one. No, ours. What? Yeah. Wow. Oh, hell, yes. Yes, you're right. And um, I think we're going to have the adverts now. I'm just going to talk about um, Omar Barty, who could be the new new son of Michael Jackson. This chair's a bit uncomfortable. Omar Barty. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Richard, Richard Herring. Yes, Richard Herring is in is in the house. Is they just the here house? to remind you who it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, I, I knew who the is face. We've <laughs> never done that before. I don't really know what that was. I can't. I, I like it. Right. It's quite synchronised. I was I was impressed by it. Richard. Yes, my dear fellow. How are you? I'm very good. I'm not too bad. Yeah. Thank are you, you all right this time of the morning? Are you a well, morning not, person? I'm not. Well, I was in Bristol last night, so I drove back from Bristol last night. So it's a bit. I haven't had much sleep, so I might. You know. Sometimes when you do these things and you haven't had enough sleep, you kind of go into great surreal. That, that'll be all right. Yeah, but then sometimes you just start swearing and oh, no, shouting. Don't, don't do that. I'm afraid if you start swearing, <laughs> I'll have to wrestle you to the floor. Okay. I mean, you know. I'll try and be good. Yeah, okay, I'm still, I think I might be asleep still. That's, it, this could be a dream. A yes. wonderful dream, Frank. Yeah, well, I think so. <laughs> oh, what, too loud that was, apparently, according to my screen. I mean, that was not loud, was it? What happens if you go, ah! Well, that's loud. <laughs> um, yeah, we're having. Um, well, I don't know if I'm having. Are people at home holding their ears <laughs> with blood coming out of their. through the cracks I of their fingers? I suspect they are. Yeah, going, Daddy, no! <laughs> 
<laughs> Too loud, apparently. That. So, Richard, you are you're off to Edinburgh. So. I am. Yes. So, when you were in Bristol last night, was that because you were doing a show? Yeah, yeah. I've been sort of previewing every night this month. Uh, so, yeah, it was, I was at the Tobacco Factory, which is one of my favourite venues in Bristol, which is close to where I grew up. So, it's always nice to go back there. Yeah. What would happen if that burnt down? <laughs> well, that would be dangerous for the local residents. Luckily there's no tobacco. My nephew went to the actual tobacco factory in, oh, really? in Bristol, which I didn't even know existed. He, <laughs> he found he I was on the tobacco factory and went to the tobacco factory. And then he got there and said, is Richard Herring here? And the bloke said, oh, he's gone home for the weekend. <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> that was so very surreal. Does that um, mean there's a Richard Herring that works in the cigarette know. manufacturing? I think just that man probably didn't yeah. understand what was going on. He's the night watchman at the tobacco factory yeah, in Bristol. he's going to be a high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the show go? It was great last night. Yeah, it's really coming together. It's, it's that weird thing with previews, as I'm sure you know, that... Uh, you're kind of trying out new material all the time, but because I, I, I'd sort of tend in the last couple of years just to really do forty or fifty previews. So by by this really? stage, yeah, it's sort of getting there. But I'm, I'm I do a lot of the work on stage, you know. So I've got I'm just doing it every night. You just go on and then try and work on whatever didn't work the night before. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think it's really coming together. It's about having a Hitler moustache. In case you were wondering, I'm what so this. relieved you said that. <laughs> no, I was, I was fighting the urge to go. All right, you, but as a Hitler moustache. Well, it's it's about the show. The show's called Hitler Moustache, but it's about trying to take the moustache back from Hitler and give it back to Chaplin, maybe, or for com- to reclaim it for mm. comedy. Is the idea? I was just kind of interested in why um, this is kind of a taboo thing to have on your face because the moustache wasn't really to blame for what Hitler did. I don't think, but maybe it was. Well, Maybe I, it'll turn me evil by having. I, it. I always imagine a lot of people had Hitler moustaches. Yeah, like Hitler had. It, it wasn't. People then didn't call it a Hitler. No, no, it was a toothbrush moustache. And Chaplin had it first. And actually, before that, it was quite a popular uh, working class moustache. It was kind it of was a, called the toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, because it looks like a little toothbrush holding. I mean, you could do it well with a comb as well. But like a, to- I mean, if you had a black toothbrush, I guess, or if you're a grey-haired man. I didn't even know they had toothbrushes in the in the thirties. <laughs> if you look at them, you don't think they've ever seen a tooth. Imagine trying to. Imagine the contortion it would require <laughs> to clean your teeth with with your own toothbrush moustache. Let's try that. But we're, we're going to play every week, I should tell you this, Twitch. I, I don't expect you to be a regular listener. Why would you be? Um, we play The Fall every week, who oh, yes. I think are the best band in the world. And I, this week, e- Emily said to me that she can predict what this track will sound like, even though she's yeah. never heard it. All I know... OK, I'm getting so familiar with their sound now, because he plays it every week. Yeah. I know that it's called Mountain Energy, so yeah. I think it'll go something like this. Mountain <laughs> Energy, Kilimanjaro, <laughs> Ben Nevis, the mountain had energy. Plink, plong, plink. Well, let's find out. <laughs> Absolute Radio. We are, um, this is Frank Skinner with Emily and Gareth, and we're with Richard Herring, who has a toothbrush moustache toothbrush moustache I was mm. trying to get it called the herring moustache so that was my initial plan but now I've gone back to thinking we should call it a chaplain moustache for various reasons but, yes. uh, so uh, the, my arrogance has been overcome by a desire to use it as a tool for social justice but you have to <laughs> see the show for that do people react oddly to you when they see you I they? really thought I'd get like loads of hassle in the street and I kind of thought I'd probably only be able to do it for a day or two and you know I'd get beaten up and shouted at but I, all I've had is like people going oh you adult or that's quite bad at your <laughs> well no but like in a funny way but hardly even that hardly at all I think people and it's that's it's, the armband <laughs> it's like when 
It's like when I meet my people who, who I know but don't know what I'm doing, they don't say anything about it. You know? Oh, really? So I think it's just like this, ele- it's that literal elephant in the room that people, it's so, such an unusual moustache to have that people don't actually know how to respond to I it. I think, you see, I would assume, if, if I didn't know about the show, I'd yeah. assume that you had a cold sore under there, that you, <laughs> you weren't able to shave. You think I'd grow the whole moustache out? Yeah, well, I've never tried shaving over a cold sore. Yeah. I mean, I've never done it with one of my own. <laughs> But um, <laughs> it's very, it's painful. So that's what would have been. So that's yeah. probably why people haven't brought you. No up. one has said that to me. But no. no. So, it's, but it is. It's, I, I really, you know, I, it is quite interesting that, that people kind of keep quiet about it and don't don't shout. So, and that because I kind of wanted to. I had all these replies ready about them being being fascistic to judge why I had the moustache and why I assume I'm Hitler. Why not assume I'm say Oscar Deutsch, who was the Jewish man who founded the Odeon Cinema chain, who had it. Yeah. So who's the racist now? But uh, you know, <laughs> but no one's you know no one's said anything which has been kind of interesting and you know i think uh it's very british that though isn't it not to say yeah. anything but i think it's very british also to laugh at, you know i think if hitler had been in britain in the 1920s i don't think he would have got anywhere because even in the beer halls and people would just been going oi charlie and eat your shoes yeah etc with rude words in it i guess yeah because that's very much what the kind of british mentality is that, that you know only in germany could they look at it and not go i mean they didn't take him very seriously but they didn't laugh at him and i think if they'd laughed at him Hope maybe it would have, uh, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Well, it's too late now. It, well, it is, and you know, it's good for me because I, I got a show out of it. So uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, so the, the whole world walked to. <laughs> I was in Edinburgh for a couple of years ago, and there was a bloke doing two one-man shows. <laughs> one of which was Hitler, and one of which was Charlie Chaplin. And that was a man who bought the moustache and thought, "Well, I'm going to get my money's worth out of it." But he don't. I don't think he'd grown one. I think no. he'd. Uh, well, it is. You know, the the guy from Sparks, I guess, has. There's oh, very yeah, that's few. True. I don't Ron, know if he still Ron does. Mail. Ron Mail, yeah. But I don't think there. Are, you know, there's there's no one. Robert Mugabe's got a little yeah. filter moustache, and you know, that's le- really dare, ladies sometimes <laughs> have this moustache on not on their face. It's a yes. it's a, a temporary yes. effect. That oh they have yeah. Elsewhere. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Um, now. Yeah. But, uh, I have a joke. Comparing uh, yes, well, Robert Mugabe to careful. that, which oh, we, we won't go into. I bet yeah. you can work it, fill Look, in the gaps. I think I could. Yes, <laughs> Robert Mugabe having a Hitler moustache. Now that is that's just tempting people to make comparisons. <laughs> well, I think he's, but you know, a few people would have done obviously. But in, in actually, in Africa, it's still a, a moustache that people are aware in, in Africa. But I think Mugabe is actually deliberately doing it to be confrontational because <laughs> yes. he's a little bit mentally ill I don't know if I'm allowed to say that about he's not a very nice person yeah, I, don't think, I don't think he listens though we have <laughs> listeners in Singapore who knows it might be that Robert Mugabe sits at home laughing his head off at this show he Even thinks it's it, too loud though he does think it's too loud <laughs> he's quite old though he needs Hitler good. wouldn't have thought it was too loud I mean he, you know he gave it some imagine that the, the screen must have gone mad when he was on the radio <laughs> <laughs> Have we had any emails during this long break? Yeah. We've got, Hello Frank, Emily and Gareth. When my flatmate and I say we're going to bed, we say, Good night, I'm going up to Daniel Beddingfield. <laughs> Don't really know why, but it makes us laugh. Alice in Brixton. I, I like, like that. It. I like that a lot. Yeah. St- Steve says we have a golf shot called uh, Sally Gunnell. Pretty ugly, but a good runner. <gasps> oh, that's absolutely <laughs> scandalous. A bit cruel, but that's one of the readable ones. Okay, <laughs> we've been sent a torrent of filth for this. Thank Have you, I? listeners. For well, your we can response. we can leave that after. Absolutely, for our own pleasure. And um, Adam from Leeds says, "When I've missed up, um, Bill Oddie Hell." 
Bilardi hell. I can't, that's all right, I think. That's very good. Bilardi hell. I think we get away with that, but there's lots that we don't get. What imagines with. that Bilardi will be a resident of hell as well? <laughs> well actually, What's I, that bird watching? Jermaine, you got something against twitchers? Jermaine Jackson, probably. <laughs> I don't want him to be with bad people. No, I don't, want, I don't, want, Bil- I don't want Bilardi to any be of with the goodies. Them. No, he was the game of the goodies. Yeah. He sang like that though. Down on the farm. Did you find that? I, 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 I don't think I've ever actually really heard them. Hey, we had another email in this week, Frank, saying, yeah. Hello, Frank. Me and my friend had a brief chat with you and your partner whilst in Covent Garden on the 16th of July. We were all looking at a giant cupcake. This ah. is from Kerry Brayford. And that alarmed me when I saw that email. Yes, because it was me and you, wasn't yes. it? Yes. I'm glad you've said that because my girlfriend sitting at home at drinking a cup of tea just gone <laughs> um, yes that was me and Emily that was uh, yes that was my, not my partner so you no, think they I... were talking about you when they said partner you don't think they're talking about you when they said the giant cupcake <laughs> yeah yeah you do look a bit like uh, it's that uh, glacier cherry hat <laughs> you wear I've said to you before don't wear that you look like a, some sort of swollen cardinal but now you know best of course I um I tell you what I did watch last weekend. What? I watched um, Emily on Day of the Triffids. Hey, finally, she oh, thought... finally, finally appeared. It was uh, <laughs> oh my god! The Triffids have arrived. <laughs> Slightly scary, I think so. Yeah, we watched um, too loud. We watched uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying it. Me, me, and my girlfriend watched it, and we knew Emily was in the episode. Mm. Episode five. And you were playing... How old were you then, Em? I was about ten. Yeah. And honestly, I got really sort of anxious about your appearance. Did I was you? so excited you were coming on, but also worried that something could go wrong. <laughs> Even though it was recorded, what was it, 40 years ago? Want. Yeah. No, it wasn't 40 years ago. <laughs> Frank. Well, it, was, it was sepia-toned. <laughs> anyway. It was silent. It was silent. <laughs> anyway, and it was too loud, apparently, according to my prompt. And uh, it was... Uh, it was really... Sp- I thought you were great. Did you? Yeah. I don't and think so- I was. Oh, no, you were. You were very cute. And you had the fringe like, oh. and everything. And then I thought, well, this is great, because I'd recorded both episodes. So I thought, no, mm. obviously, she's only just coming, so she'll be in the next episode. <laughs> and the next episode begins six years later. <laughs> and, of course, they've got an older girl. I hated oh. that older girl. I bet you did oh, as well. Oh, I hated her. I could do older. Why, <laughs> why should she do it? I could do seven years older. <laughs> I can imagine that exact... <laughs> Conversation. <laughs> I missed. I missed the first one and only saw the second one. So um, you saw the older girl yeah. who I hate. And the Triffids are like kind of big giant daffodils. Who like you yeah. can tell there's a, a fair man summary of the under yeah. the under well, the camera. There's line. a man. How else are they going to do it <laughs> with them? Um, with know. real Triffids? Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> you fool. Absolute radio. Do you get this? If I stand in a crowd. Mm. No matter where I stand in the crowd, people always take me to be the corridor. I'm always the one they have to go past. If I stand in a queue, I'm always the one that people say, excuse me, and walk through my... And I hate that. When you're in a queue and somebody who's walking past goes through where I am, I feel separated from the rest of the queue. Yeah. Like I might miss... There's by a the flash t- of terror. Yeah, yeah like they might go they... past, or another queue might form mm. on the end of that person ahead. Always I get that. And I tell you... I also what they do at Latitude. Have, have you ever been to? No. They they dye the sheep pastel shades. Oh yes, I've seen photos of that. Yeah, and mm. it looks great. Mm. Oh. It's 
I'm not a big wildlife person. It's made me think if they were more colourful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, to get into wildlife because I watch those wildlife things like, you know, The Empire of the Cheetah. Since I got HD, I feel a certain obligation to watch wildlife. Mm. And I get bored literally after three minutes. Do you? Yeah, I think, oh, wildlife. Cheetah. Oh, I love a chimp, though. They're fascinating. Yeah, I, I can watch a chimp. I prefer a chimp life. Keep chimpanzees life. That's what the sticker <laughs> says on my car. Obviously, I don't park it near the local makeup testing laboratory. <laughs> but um, I saw a film, uh, a program on the telly about them cutting up a whale. Did you see that? Oh no! But I heard this was a, yeah. They they, yeah. they actually saw yeah. the whale open to see what was inside it. Basically, what was and, it like? Well, there was a lot of entrails. Right. We shouldn't be surprised at that. <laughs> and you know, some um, poo, a lot of poo. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Pinocchio in there. Pinocchio wasn't in there. No Jonah. No Jonah. No. Um, but I thought, actually, wildlife where the animals are being cut up, I don't mind. <laughs> so that's... Uh, basically, it's animals that have You're been You're essentially planted. like animal autopsies, <laughs> yeah. is what you like. What if... What the perfect thing would be, what if the inside of the animals was really colourful? Well, it was quite that colourful. Would be beautiful. Yeah. It was... The entrails were a sort of... They were a soft pink, but a pink nonetheless... But no, I uh, I thought that was good. <laughs> I should say that we had a we had an email off the back of the of the Triffids, which is quite a dangerous place to be. And uh, this person said uh, he's called Richard, mm. and he said that he it was one of his favourite TV shows of the sixties. <gasps> and uh, no, Shut no, up. no, he said eighties. <laughs> and he said he has a cheeky request: if I send him my DVD cover, would Emily sign it? I love it. And then his yeah. PS is, she was the best thing in it, and his PPS was next to the Triffids. She was next to the Triffids in a couple <laughs> of shots. What's wrong with that? So that's, you've got to sign. Oh, Send I'm it so in, Richard. It. She'd be, oh, she'd be absolutely thrilled. I shouldn't think you signed many of those, do you? I'll, I'll do my special pound Millie autograph. I did my E like a pound when I was trying to do an autograph. Did you when I was a kid, yeah. You're going to reproduce your childish I will. autograph? I will. Oh, lovely. Absolute radio. There's this thing called Baolingual, which they're developing in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> what? It which is, is what is What is that? The, what, what it does, apparently, is um, it's able to, it claims that it's able to read the tone of a dog's bark so it can establish whether the dog's sort of hungry or wants to go, wants to go toilet or is oh. upset or something. So when I was reading about this, I thought, wouldn't it be good? If what about you... it, What about when they begin to bark and they <laughs> they start with a cough? You know that. Like what? Well, you know when your dog's lying. Sometimes a dog's lying, and you see the, the ear go. It's heard something. Yeah. It'll sit up slightly, not not all the way up. It just raise its head and start going. And it builds up. But first, I think if it, you know, it's testing it with the cough. It's, it's a warm up. That's okay. What it's doing. Anyway, let's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I thought, wouldn't it be good if you could get one of those and men could use them on women? So that when we say things what, like... No! <laughs> like translators. So you could interpret what we meant when we said fine. Because there's a lot of meanings to the word fine, mm. as I'm sure you've both... Um, I don't know what you mean. So, like, there's you? hidden tones in yeah. the things you that you say. You must have had this thing. You know this, this game that women... Re I mean, I've played it for hours, this... Um, Guess why I'm upset. Yeah. Mm. When I've played it all through the night <laughs> and into the next day and never got the answer. It's never got the fun. answer. Is that much fun? Oh, it's brilliant fun. <laughs> yeah. If you can imagine a really heavy weight on your chest. Like risk. 
Yeah, <laughs> high risk. So, Gareth, let me give you a yeah, few examples. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's say, Gareth, let's do mm. a bit of role-playing here. Mm. Let's say that you've decided you're going to go out with the lads tonight instead of coming home to okay, see me. So, so you're, go... ringing, you're just ringing to tell me and I'm responding. Yeah, we were going to go out, weren't we? But I, um, I, I'm not going to do that now. Um, Jeremy has got in touch <laughs> and he says... Well, <laughs> Doesn't sound that laddish a night to me now. <laughs> Jeremy, I, I imagine... We're going to go and see Bruno. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it's an embroidery group. <laughs> okay, so... Is that okay? Okay, fine. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. That's I, fine. Do you know that, that one, Frank? It, was that not... Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's... Yeah, surely you'd have picked up on that, Gareth. Yeah. No, but she fine. said, okay, fine. No, yes, but I didn't but mean it. That. Never quote back. Well, you said it was fine. That, then then it gets even more complicated. Right, so what so, are the... So, an example... Okay, so, Frank, just say you want to go to an ex-girlfriend's birthday party... <laughs> Okay, I'm um, going to be very careful which name <laughs> I choose here. And you're suggesting it to me. Okay, um, uh, it's it's Susan's birthday on. Do you remember Susan? It's her birthday on Tuesday, and she asked me she just take. Okay, it. fine. Yeah. Okay. That's. I'm not jealous <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. Okay. Give us. Is there any more? Well, there's, like the gen- there's a genuine fine, which is just so you know for future reference. Genuine fine is just. Okay, fine. So even that, <laughs> that had edge, didn't it? Yeah, I, I felt, yeah. This is very confusing. Yes, now next week, um, I, I had an email from a, a very nice lady called Debbie, who um, won't be at my... Uh, next week in Birmingham, I'm, uh, I'm having a small ceremony. I'm going to be um, taken on to the, the Walk of Stars... And the show is coming from Birmingham next week. So it's quite exciting. We're going to go up to Birmingham. I'll explain the walk of stars and all that next week. But it's like the Hollywood walk of stars, except it's for people from Birmingham. And uh, Debbie can't be there, but I will send you a photo, Debbie, because you sound so lovely. So we'll be in Birmingham next week. It won't make any difference to the radio. We'll be tuned the same. And... um, That'll be smashing. We're coming from Birmingham. Coming from Birmingham. I'm I'm always coming from Birmingham. So this is um, Kate Bush... Um, hounds of love it's the end of the show Thank my you, girlfriend listeners. likes Kate Bush so um, I'm playing this for her what about oh. that ok good day to you Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio Absolute Radio